step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No Welcome to the underground. The Steel City Underground. The black and gold standard for Pittsburgh Steelers coverage. Now, here's your host, Terry Fletcher. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Steel City Underground podcast. My name is Terry Fletcher, which means this is the WTF What the Football podcast this week, and we are in week 10. Well, week 10, yes, is officially in the books, but oh my goodness. If there was a theme to week 10, what would it be? Well, how about when it rains, it pours? I mean, it was just one thing after another, and I truly believe that there is not one dominating team in the NFL. And for me, that is what the football. So we we definitely have all kinds of things going on with the the different teams around the the league. Um, I guess the Lions should be happy because they didn't lose, but they didn't win either. And the Steelers, let's just face it, no one beats the Steelers quite like the Steelers. And it was just, it was a painful game. You know, when we first came out and we we scored a touchdown, I thought, okay, we're playing the Lions. This should be Interesting, not a cakewalk, but at least, you know, Mason Rudolph is doing his job. Then the interception, and I don't know what happened to our defense or our special teams, but it was a mess. It was just awful. Now, every time Ray Ray's back there, you know, getting something from a getting ready to catch a uh, punt return or a kickoff return, I have to hold my breath because he definitely has a tendency, first of all, to make bad decisions. You know, when you're way back in the end zone, take a knee, dude, what are you doing? And instead of bringing it all the way out and not getting much uh, yardage, yeah, once in a while you might get something, but it's traditionally you're not getting anything. And he just doesn't seem to understand ball protection. Uh, We just had some really, really just bad football played this weekend. But it's, it's definitely something to just look at because it wasn't just us. So... You know, Russell Wilson got shut out. Tom Brady didn't do well either. There, He was coming off a bye. He was coming off a loss to New Orleans. And what did everybody think with him playing, you know, the Washington football team? Oh, you know, cakewalk. No, not really. Brady lost his second straight game, and he should have. He looked terrible. Now, the positives, if there were any positive from Week 10, is that Miami beat the Ravens, even with the refs trying to give them every possible roughing the passer penalty they could have. But that was helpful. The Patriots uh, steamrolled the Browns. 
So we, we have that. And of course, uh, Cincinnati, well, they're being Cincinnati. But the Chiefs, you know, they're probably the only ones that look like they might be back to normal. But it was just a, a crazy, crazy week. First of all, what about the Arizona Cardinals? Well, they came out like gangbusters. Remember us last year at 11-0? Well, Arizona, they need Kyler Murray back. Colt McCoy is a serviceable backup. He's, in my opinion, better than what we have in Mason, but I'll get to that later. But he was never going to be a sustainable figurehead. He's he's not part of their offensive attack. He basically is a placeholder until they move forward. So no hating on him, but just saying Arizona Cardinals lost again, and, and they definitely actually lost big time. But they, they definitely need to get Kyler Murray back. The Atlanta Falcons, I don't know why they paid Matt Ryan that money they did way back when, but he was bad. Not only was he bad Sunday, but he was, he's was he been bad terrible. So they are not contenders for anything, not even to get third in their division. It's just terrible. The Baltimore Ravens. So again, Miami was, was trying their best to do it. They came out with some great defense. But when the roughing the passer calls, you know, the, the when they give them 34 yards and you go back and look at that, it is just like love taps. And I think the refs were just being absolutely ridiculous on that. Of course, I have Justin Tucker as my field goal, goal kicker in uh, is my kicker in fantasy and he missed one. So I was like, it's hard to be happy and then not happy at the same time. But I was kind of happy. Of course, there was an interception and a fumble by Lamar Jackson, which there always is. So when they win a game and then all you hear about from the media is just how great he is, you're like, did you actually watch that game? A lot of times when they win, they win in spite of what he does on the field. But they did lose. So that was really, really, really helpful. Uh, Going back and circling back around to what Tom Brady did, he had two interceptions um, for six points in the first quarter. And so when Washington beat them 29-19, it was it was ugly for sure. And let me tell you something, Bruce Arians did not hold back. He's like, this isn't about our receivers, this is about our quarterback. And I'm sure Brady's like, what the football? Because one thing you may not know is his new uh, documentary on himself and just how he's now a household name has started this week. And it's I'm not saying it's going to hurt people viewing it, but it you're seeing a possible decline on one side and then a celebration on the other in this documentary and I'm sure the marketing optic of that isn't isn't helping now the Buffalo Bills yeah they lost in week nine um, but they came back and they are they won against you know New York and so they they're clicking they showed some turnovers um, that was helpful in their defense so one of the best stories for me that came out was Cam Newton's back. So he is back home. You can go home again. He's with the Panthers. And even though PJ Walker started at their quarterback, because he'll get the official win as a starter. You know, I love Cam Newton. I just think he is hilarious. And when he gets somebody asked him, well, how do you, um, how much of the playbook do you know? And he goes, uh, two touchdowns. So yeah, it, it was pretty funny. I love it when the players look at the the media sometimes and say, what the football are you talking about? So it, it was, it's pretty interesting right now when you look there. So the, it's one of the things that you have to look at with 
Cleveland, as far as a what the football, you know, their fans are absolutely obnoxious. They basically are like, oh, we win a game and we're better than everybody on the planet, especially the Steelers. But, you know, Baker Mayfield's future, I'm wondering if his his future is in Cleveland. You know, he doesn't have the best offense, but he once again was banged up. He They're in last place in the AFC North, thank God. But it is, it is just a, a weird dynamic over there. They they got rid of Odell. He's now in, you know, in Hollywood with the Rams, um, which he didn't do much on Monday Night Football. But it's just interesting when they try to make excuses for everything they're shedding and then they, they just can't do it. Now, I'm going to pass over the Dallas Cowboys because everyone thinks that they're just awesome, but they torched Atlanta. Well, what do we just say about Atlanta? Atlanta sucks. They're terrible. Now, I don't know if you watched a game, but there was a great what the football moment I caught it on on the the red zone channel and that was the Denver Broncos so what was funny about that is you know <laughs> Teddy Bridgewater is their quarterback and let's just face it he is not the answer to their problems but he was not good enough he he's just not motivated out there um he there was a, a fumble and Darius Slay picked it up, first went the wrong way, then went the other way, and it was a, a pick six. He turned down the field. But if you watch it and see where Teddy Bridgewater was, he made sure that he didn't tackle. He didn't even try to tackle. He tried to avoid the tackle. And once you fumble and you're not a quarterback anymore, you're basically a player, you've got to stop a score. And so it was just so obvious. He was right there, and all he had to do was at least lunge at him. You know, he wouldn't have gotten hurt, but just the lack of effort, I don't know what they're doing out there. To me, that's a big what the football, but not as big as Jared Goff, okay? And again, I'm just going to leave it there because we know that Detroit Lions, you know, they were fortunate to escape with a tie. They kept trying to give us the game with Pittsburgh and with the Steelers, but Goff does nothing to help them win. Now, was he banged up? Was he in pain, you know, because of his back? Yes. They're now 0-8-1 in the season, but we just, you know, we had some poor tackling on the Steelers side. I think they, I saw on uh, Pro Football Focus that we had 15 missed tackles. We had big play erasing penalties, the multiple overtime fumbles, the over-the-head snaps, you knew that was going to happen because all game, our, the, um, our center, Green, he kept hit, uh, pitching it high, and I'm like, that's going to go over his head at some point. And sure enough, as soon as we get to overtime, it goes over Mason's head, and luckily Najee was there to, to lay on it. But Deontay Johnson is absolutely regressing, and I'm tired of his Every week now, his Twitter comments, I'll be better. I'm not perfect, but I'll be better. Dude, you suck right now. We don't stop on Twitter. But overthrows, underthrows, the play calling, we're at the five-yard line from a turnover. And Mason Rudolph is down there. And Mike Tomlin said in his post-presser, and this is a what-the-football head-scratcher for me, and I love Mike Tomlin, but this was bad coaching. He said, well, he had an RPO, a run-pass option, based on the look. No, he shouldn't. You only get RPOs if you're out there on a regular basis and seeing what the teams are doing. He's not out there. There never should have been that option for him. He should have, they, we absolutely should have ran the ball at least that on the first down. We're five yards from the end zone. And Najee's somebody that brings players with them. So that was just, that was just bad coaching. 
And, you know, other than that, you know, I thought that Mason held his own. So for those of you that are hating on Mason right now, no, he's not the answer when, when Ben is done, but he also kept us in the game. So folks, if there anybody that is trying to hate on him, I am not a fan of his, but he kept us in the game and he did give us our best chance to win. And I can't believe we couldn't pull that off. I think the player that I had the what the football moment the most was for Pat Firemuth, our tight end. I love this kid. I think he is doing a fantastic job out there. He is the second coming of Heath, but and I know how much he beat himself up when it came to that last fumble because it was a game changer. You know, we we would have been able to give Chris Boswell the opportunity to kick a 55-yarder, and we weren't able to, so that's what resulted in the tie, and I'm sure he's pretty upset. So let's cut him a little bit of slack, but yeah, ugly, ugly, ugly game. So let's keep going around the league. Who else had kind of just the, the an awful day? How about the Houston Texans? They're probably the worst team in the NFL. Their record already indicated that. Well, okay, the Lions are also there. But they're a notch ahead. They need some help. They basically had a fire sale with their good players, but boy, do they need some help. And the Jacksonville Jaguars, now they're not elite by any means, but you know what? Their defense is a little better than expected. So that gave me definitely a, a what the football moment there. There's just no question. Now, when people say, oh, the Chiefs are back or so it seems, okay, you know what? Patrick Mahomes needs to be patient. We figured you out, dude. But when you're playing the Raiders, Come on, you have much, you have many more weapons than he does. You know, Tyree Kill, Travis Kelsey. I mean, you know, Tyron Matthew, County Badger. He stays busy and a huge impact on defense. But the Raiders are, you know, they're fizzling out. And they just don't have a lot of, I don't know, just firepower. I mean, even Deshaun Jackson, who's a newcomer, you know, he had a costly fumble for them. So looks like another mid to late season um, collapse there. Now, who do we play next? Well, we play the Chargers. And yes, their secondary is a problem, but and it's a problem not in a good way. The defense as a whole divert, really, you know, kind of deserves some, I don't know, some admonishing maybe. But Justin Herbert, we see his dink and dunk approach as well. So if we don't get TJ Watt back for our next week, for week 11, we're going to need somebody in some edge, rush, edge rushers to really take notice of that. Otherwise, we're going to have a major what the football week. Um, you know, it's just it's it's been really crazy. Now, I have my, uh, Matthew Stafford as my quarterback in two of my fantasy leagues. And unfortunately, the last two weeks, is he slumping? Yes. So it's just, you know, he he beat up on Russell Wilson in the injured fingered game. Yes. But they are slumping. I mean, his passing game, he's got four interceptions over the last two games. Now, last night, he didn't get much help from Tyler Higby, who it bounced off him and into somebody else's hands. But I don't know what's happening. I think he's he's reverting back to some of the decisions he made when he was, um, you know, with Detroit. But you just could not look at the Rams on Monday Night Football and think, oh yeah, that that's a that is a, a Super Bowl contending team at seven and two. Well, guess what? Now they're seven and three, and they need a lot, a lot of help. Who I'm most most worried about? The New England Patriots again. You know, Mac Jones is doing his job out there. And they've got Bill Belichick. So that that's going to be, I think, a sleeper. And we've got to be really mindful of that in the AFC because we're going to have some no question what the football moments on that. 
but we have to look to the future. And this is where I'm going to finish up today when it comes to that WTF moment. Okay, Mason Rudolph, Dwayne Haskins, they're not our future. Let's face it. Mason Rudolph was probably, I would call him pedestrian and respectable, respectable, but again, a tie and he did everything he could, but it was the winless Lions. You know, Dwayne Haskins, he's our emergency fill-in. But I just heard a report from Mark Colby that he had his cell phone on the field an hour before game time, and he was on it. And so people had photos of that. But who is our most reliable quarterback right now? Even though he's on the back end of his career, that would be Big Ben. So we have to hope and pray, and we send out prayers to his family and to Ben, and hopefully he's feeling better enough to and can get two um, negative tests in a row for COVID this weekend as we take on the Chargers. But I don't know. It, it, we have to prepare for another week of Mason Rudolph and possibly no TJ, no Clay, Claypool, and it's going to be a very skeletal crew. So uh, let's, let's say prayers for everybody and really hope that uh, we can pull it out this weekend. So that's it for me today, folks, on the WTF version of Steel City Underground. And when it rains, it pours. So until next week, everyone make it a great day and a great week. We would like to thank you for listening and remind our listeners to follow us on social media and our website, www.steelcityunderground.com. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.